The following story was related by Rabbi Yaakov Kaidenover in his uh, famous book, Sipurim Neiroim, which he only re- records stories that either he himself witnessed or he heard from the most reliable people who don't exaggerate. And this is a story that he personally witnessed. He says he once traveled with the Mittler Rebbe. Uh, they traveled to the city of uh, Krislava and they stayed in the house of the great Chassid and wealthy Chassid, Rabbi Yishayel of Krislava. And the second night that he was there, the Mittler Rebbe said a very deep, deep uh, Maimer Hasidic discourse. And all the Hasidim that were there said they never heard such, uh, such depth, such revelations. And uh, they found it very difficult even to try to review it. It was so over their head. It was, it was, it was so deep. He said, and then, he says, we went to, to, eat, to eat a dinner. And after dinner, the, the Mittler the Rebbe's Gabbai, his Mesharis, came to me and told me, do you want to look at the face of the Mittler Rebbe now? Now is a great time. He says, I'm afraid. <laughs> I know the Mittler Rebbe, he, he minds very much, you know, his privacy. I'm going to go into his room and look at his face. He says, um, he says, trust me, he won't even see you. Anyway, so I followed him. He opens the door, and I see how the Mittler Rebbe is standing in the middle of the room. He's not moving. His face is like flaming red. His eyes are open. I said, oi, he's, the Rebbe sees me. I better run. I was so afraid that he would, you know, he, he would be upset. Why am I invading his privacy? He was a very private person. So I started going back, leaving the room. And the Mesharis held on to me and he said in a loud voice, don't be afraid. At this moment, the Rebbe doesn't see anything and he doesn't hear anything. He's in a different world, in a different dimension, a different reality. He says, how do you know this? You're a simple person. He says, I know this from, from, from fact, from my experience. It's not once, it's not twice. It's many times I see the middle Rebbe like this and I'm looking at his face and I realize his eyes are open but he doesn't see anything. He doesn't hear anything, he doesn't see anything. He's not, he's not with us, he's not in this world, he's in, the, he's in a different world. None of the five senses at this point, is he, he's not aware of any of the five senses. So I stood by the door and I looked at the face of the Rebbe. Maybe I'll see a movement. Nothing. His eyes are open, looking right at me, but he's not seeing me. And his face is flaming, flaming red. And I stood like this, he says, for like a few hours. And people are going in and out of the room, and he's like standing like a beam. He's not moving. There's no movement. Finally, this is already uh, at the, almost three in the morning, the Bashara says, to, he says, listen, prepare the table. He says to the wagon driver, prepare the table. It's time to eat. The, the Rebbe didn't eat anything. So he prepared the table, and he stood in front of the middle of the Rebbe, and he told him, and... Um, so he says, he says, I have to, have, to, have to wake up the Rebbe. I have to tell him that he has to eat. He didn't eat anything. So the Mashara says, listen, I have no choice. So he goes over to the Rebbe and he grabs on, grabs on his, his clothing. And he says, Rebbe, I beg you, please wash your hands. Eat something. And the Rebbe didn't move. He didn't answer. He just went from the middle of the room. He went to the, to the wall and he stood facing the wall. Since I couldn't see his face, Rabbi Yaakov Kaidenover says, so I left. And the next day, the Mashadahs told me, let me tell you what happened. 
after he left. He says he stood there until 4 a.m. And then he went to the table himself and he washed and he ate. And he was so in such joy. I, since I met the Rebbe, since I'm service, serving the Rebbe, I've never seen him so joyful. And I asked the Rebbe, maybe you'll be kind enough to share with me. What's, what's this joy? Since I know you, I've never seen you so joyful. So he says, what's the, I'll tell you why. He says, it's the most joyful moment in my life since I was born. He says, whenever I give a Hasidic discourse, my father, the Alter Rebbe, would re- reveal himself to me in the middle of my, in my discourse. But this Hasidic discourse that I gave tonight, he revealed himself right at the beginning of my discourse. And with him was the Baal Shem Tev, and I saw the Magid of Mizrich. After I finished giving the Hasidic discourse, the Magid of Mizrich and the Baal Shem Tev left, and my father remained with me. And he told me, that the Baal Shem Tev and the Magid praised this Hasidic discourse very, very much. They loved it. And they said, they asked, they requested, from now on, all your Hasidic discourses should be like the one you gave tonight. And with the same depth and the same... And the, the, the hours that you saw me standing in the room, because I reviewed, I repeated again before my father, I repeated the Hasidic discourse again, and he revealed to me innovations, things that I've never heard before in my life. It's totally beyond human comprehension. And that's why I'm so joyful from this experience and from these, from these revelations. Just to get a glimpse of who the, who the Rabbeim were, what a Rebbe is. As Rabchaim Ital writes, it's one thing to have divine inspiration. It's another thing to have Elijah the prophet reveal himself to him. But the greatest revelation is when you have the neshama of a tzaddik who passed away revealing himself to him, there's no greater, greater level.